Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. The nation's pipeline safety watchdog is in a tricky spot these days, just as the pipeline industry is booming with investment. On one hand, the Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration is facing a budget crunch that may not get resolved anytime soon because of partisan politics. On the other hand, the agency has increased regulatory responsibility after the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law and Inflation Reduction Act were signed into law. As a result, companies are now planning to add thousands of miles of pipelines to the national network for new purposes like moving captured carbon dioxide and hydrogen. So today, we chat with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about how even though the pipeline industry is growing, U.S. regulators are struggling to keep up. It's Monday, January 22nd. Last week at the Energy and Commerce Subcommittee hearing, Tristan Brown, who's the acting administrator for the Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Administration, or as we call it on the Hill, FIMSA, kind of went to bat with the on the agency's budget. The subcommittee had, hearing had been on this draft legislation that Republicans are trying to get through. They're touting as a budget bill that will kind of make FIMSA leaner and meaner. Brown kind of, you know, brought to the point of, look, at the same time that Congress has just dumped a bunch of new responsibilities in our lap, which include the provisions of the infrastructure law and the uh, Inflation Reduction Act that are going to build out a lot of the nation's pipelines, our staffing is low and the bill in question would actually take money out of FIMSA's DC office to the tune of about 42 million. He was trying to make the point that the agency needs more money, not less, which is what he was painting the the bill in question would do. Interesting. And yeah, can you talk about what exactly this boom in pipelines, you know, what types of pipelines are these? How is it different from the past and the way that they're being supported by these these laws passed in recent years? Yeah, FIMSA is in charge of kind of regulating interstate natural gas pipelines and hazardous materials pipelines. So basically, whenever you hear in the news that a a pipeline busted, or even in some cases, like for instance, last year, we had that big explosion at the Freeport LNG facility on on the Texas coast. FIMSA goes there to investigate, make sure kind of what caused the accident and take any relevant steps with, with the company, you know, that was in charge of the pipeline. They are also in charge of kind of inspecting pipelines to make sure that these things don't happen. As we've seen, U.S. oil and gas production is really growing. There's demand for more natural gas pipelines. And then the two infrastructure bills we saw last year kind of put a bunch of new stuff on PHMSA's plate. And that includes you know, this huge build out that's planned for carbon dioxide pipelines for all these carbon capture projects, potentially hydrogen pipelines. So PHMSA is saying, look, our to-do list keeps growing and growing, but this bill, among other things, would result in us getting, you know, depending on who you listen to, either no new money, which Republicans are saying it would basically keep the agency's budget flat, or a, a big cut, because Democrats are saying the bill would basically move a bunch of money away from the D.C. office to the states. Yeah, and this Republican reauthorization bill seems to differ from Democratic priorities as it pertains to pipelines. So what are sticking points between the parties right now? The biggest sticking point besides the budget is that The Democrats are worried about language in there that would prevent states from putting any new legislation to ban future construction of buildings with gas stoves, that kind of stuff, basically anything that would prevent natural gas infrastructure being built. 
Now, Democrats would say, well, look, this is sort of a cultural war issue, but more importantly, this does not fall under PHMSA's purview at all. I mean, they point out a number of provisions that they're just like, this has nothing to do with PHMSA. And Republicans for their side was kind of saying, well, is PHMSA supposed to be in the climate change business, you know, basically, because PHMSA is saying, well, look, it does fall under our responsibilities to monitor for methane leaks, which is obviously a big part of the Biden administration's agenda. And that's just, you know, we're supposed to do that. But Republicans were trying to make it harder in this bill for PHMSA to take any action on any methane leaks, uh, any, you know, which would actually be, you know, a natural gas leak in a natural gas pipeline. In one instance, a representative from Texas, you know, was asking PHMSA if it's a small leak, should PHMSA get involved? You know, basically saying, look, methane's going to leak from these pipelines. If it's not a life-threatening leak, should FIMSA even be there? To which Brown said, well, yeah, you know, small leaks become big leaks pretty quickly and they can become dangerous. So it was a little bit of what we're seeing in the appropriations bill previously with just a basic fight of like what should be in these sorts of bills with Democrats saying they were Republicans were getting way too far afield in what they were putting in there and Republicans saying we're just trying to keep FIMSA focused on what it's supposed to be doing. So what are the consequences then for FIMSA if the parties can't agree on a reauthorization bill? Acting Administrator Brown, you know, raised the point of like, if we don't get this bill done and we don't get more money, it's going to be much more difficult for FIMSA to do what Congress is asking it to do with hydrogen pipelines, with carbon capture pipelines, with just basically its, its main job of kind of monitoring the safety of natural gas and oil pipelines. So that was kind of like his response was, if you want us to do what, we're, what you're asking us to do, you need to put up more money and you need to like get this, a version of this bill passed. It might not be this version. Democrats went to great lengths to tell the Republicans that, you know, look, we still control the Senate and this is just dead on arrival. Another interesting thing to note is the main author of this bill, Representative Duncan of South Carolina, announced he's retiring. So the whole first part of the hearing was his legislative colleagues telling him, you know, we're going to miss you. But it also raises the question of if he's out the door by the end of this year, who's going to shepherd this bill into anything that it looks like now? Also, people uprooted by natural disasters will now be eligible for tens of thousands of additional dollars from the federal government. That's what the Biden administration announced on Friday through sweeping changes to the FEMA disaster aid that's given out in the immediate aftermath of highly damaging hurricanes, wildfires, and other events. One change will help households and individuals who typically receive only a few thousand dollars and often struggle to pay for emergency housing or home repairs. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline and they're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane.